good news to shout in your ears. The long lost dollar has come back to the fold. With silver you can turn your dreams to gold. Oh, we're in the money. Hello one, hello all, welcome to this June 21st through 23rd edition of Show Business. Um, <laughs> just as we set the permanent roster, of course, there's a bit of a, bit of a hiccup. Uh, Fuego, of course, is on assignment this week, that's what we'll call it, because uh, he's doing some homework for next week's episode. But alas, uh, I am CP of Willis Greedia, joined by Lindsay. Lindsay, say hi. Uh, hello, I am Lindsay of My Two Cents of Nonsense. How are you doing? And we're joined by a special guest to, to help rein in the, the Child's Play news is our resident Child's Play expert, Cody. Cody Leach, say hi. This is the velvety voice <laughs> of Cody Leach. You could find me on YouTube at Cody Leach. How are you? Oh, wait, let me let me get to the numbers first. To the weekend that was... First was Toy Story 4 with 120 million. Child's Play <laughs> came in second with 14 million. Aladdin just just refusing to get out of third place with 13 million. Men in Black kind of leapfrogged it behind and is now at 11 million in fourth place. And Secret Life of Pets is in fifth with 10 million. To first discuss Toy Story because it's the big news, um, they were they were thinking like 150. And 120 is not that <laughs> by by a lot by let's see everything that came in second through fourth that's that's the amount of difference that they were off on the pro- projections for Toy Story 4 all right so Lindsay tell me your thoughts on Toy Story 4 oh well I hated it I absolutely <laughs> despise this thing. no I, it, it, it's a it's a really fun movie it's it, it's worthy of the Toy Story name uh, I was what? worried with three why do you then... say it in that tone like somebody who's defending you know their friend who just stole something uh, well because it's... it's like it, it does feel unnecessary uh, but even although I did like it and it does actually it does kind of justify its own existence because Woody's uh, character does finally get to a place by the end of this movie that he hasn't been in any of the other previous ones so it more than justifies its own existence even though it doesn't really seem like it's a necessary movie I hope they don't make five mm. I just just leave it like yeah. this is enough I know I said that after three and I'm saying four is good but just 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 leave it here and you got yourself a tight one of the probably arguably one of the best quadrilogies what's the what's the fourth what's the fourth of trilogy is a quadrilogy sure yep. quadrilogy. Said quadrilogy why not yeah, yeah yep, it's, it's, canon. it's one of the, it's one of the stronger quadrologies there you go right there uh, even stronger than alien I'll say that so shots fired mm. Cody I liked it. It's it's definitely my least favorite of the four. I can say that really confidently. Mm. I, I I grew up with the Toy Story movies, so I, I I was a kid. I was the market that the first one went after, and I still that's that's still my favorite. Um, my daughter actually has been on a Toy Story kick, to where mm. Toy Story one, two, and three have been on rotation in my house for like the past four months. So I've kind of got to revisit those different parts of those movies multiple times with her and now you're saying um and I, and i think well not necessarily but i think the first three are, are pretty much almost flawless if not flawless like to me i, I loved all three of them and the where three ended despite being very gut punch was was a perfect place to end it so i was of the camp of okay cool i trust pixar i have no reason not to um but i don't necessarily think we need toy story 4 but we'll see the marketing didn't really wow me um but i went to go see it and I, I liked it. it. It's good. It's definitely worthy, like like um, Sydney said, of the, the Toy Story name. It's worthy of Pixar. To me, the issues that I had with it was that I really disliked the direction that they took the relationship between Bonnie and Woody. Mm. Um, Bonnie is the new kid, if you're not up to date with Toy Story. Andy's storyline wrapped up in three, and now we have this new kid, Bonnie. And she's exactly the same as she was at the end of three. So presumably this is months later, mm-hmm. weeks later, whatever. And I'm not going to get into spoilers, but I'll just set the stage of where the movie sets it. Where you know, at the end of three, Andy was still going to take Woody to college. He was giving away all his toys, but he still had that that connection with Woody where he wasn't going to give him up. And she's like, "My cowboy." She kind of convinced him that that was like something she longed for Woody or had some kind of a connection with Woody. And he's like, you know what? You can have Woody, too. The beginning of this movie, Woody is closet trash. He's he's the one toy of the entire cast that does not get played with. 
and he kind of takes it as his duty. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm whatever this sucks, but I'm going to do whatever I have to do to make Bonnie happy. Mm-hmm. And the entire movie, they keep reminding you how worthless Woody is to Bonnie. They even have a scene where Forky is outside and Woody has to kind of grab Forky and he sits down, does the little like Andy's coming thing. And mom takes Forky and Woody and puts him in front of Bonnie and Bonnie grabs Forky and does this. And she's like holding Woody like, um, mm. and she never even looks like doesn't even realize that he's there. Mm. So that really bugged me. That really bugged me as a fan of the first three films that, you know, it, it, it just didn't feel like that was where I wanted to see things go. Um, it, it's the it's the necessary little jump start to get where we have Woody at the end of this movie, which I'm not even a big fan of that as the ending of this film. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have Toy Story 3 be the mm-hmm. ending to this storyline. But aside from that, I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a fun enough movie. There's some good laughs in there. I liked all the new characters. Forky's entertaining. Um, I liked the, the, the Key and Peel, Rabbit and Duck. Um, they were pretty entertaining. I actually like the, the semi-villain that we get in this with the, with the, the Goosebumps dolls and everything oh, running yeah, around. Oh, yeah, creepy. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like everybody outside of Buddy and Woods... Uh, Buddy and Woods, Woody and Buzz. Everybody outside of Woody and Buzz didn't really get anything to do, and I really don't. It felt like Buzz kind of got character-wise got kind of reverted back to his mentality in the first film, where he's almost stupid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like the inner voice joke. So, I don't know. There, there was a lot of things that that bugged me about it, but I still had fun along the way. But to me, it's it's a hard fourth out of these three or four films. Yeah, I did wonder, because didn't the third one, correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a long time since I've seen it, didn't, wasn't there like teases that like Jesse and Buzz were kind of going to become a bit of a thing? Yeah. Yeah, They don't do anything with it. Yeah, nobody but but Woody and Buzz gets really anything to do. And the rest of them are just kind of relegated to staying on the RV. uh, I'll tell you, in in a year full of, uh, we were just talking about it an hour ago, Cody, a, a year full of hashtag Me Too stuff getting shoved down our throat. I actually prefer the way they did it in Toy Story 4 where where the girl was preferring to play with um what's her what's the what's the raggedy game Jesse, Jesse. uh yeah. you know, she, she made her the sheriff that was it we get it good good message you didn't have to tell us anything it was the, the girl preferred to play with because she's a girl and there was no sort of dialogue that that you know just made it obnoxious. It was just, why okay. is the guy, the sheriff, yeah. it's the she <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. And, that, and that's believable for, for a little girl. She would right. pick the girl sheriff, right. but just the way that they had that relationship budding from the end of three, to me, it was like a rough transition to yeah. where we started in four. It was like, well, wait a minute. You could have just, uh, I, I was talking with somebody on Facebook and they were like, you know, I kind of have an issue with the way Bonnie, uh, Bonnie was. And this is going to be my one swear word for the, the podcast. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, I saw the movie and I was like, listen, you little bitch. He was going to take her to, to co- or he was going to take him to college, but you just had to have him. And now he's gutter trash. Oh, Cody, if if you think bitch is the curse, you, you, we, we get we get one F. You could you could oh, say bitch and oh. shit. We're PG thirteen. You don't worry about it. <laughs> bitch, 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 bitch. Um, we should get like the South Park counter for all the swear words we say. They're like minor, but. It, <laughs> uh, so I don't know if it was brought up, but I I noticed a bit of two different camps trying to lay uh, ownership of Forky, and there hmm. there there are two different camps saying that Forky represents them. I've, I've seen that uh, people with autism think that Forky is mm-hmm. is uh, a metaphor for, for, you know, manic behavior. And I've seen LGBTQ community saying that Forky is a member of, of their community because it's a fork that is technically kind a toy that. and doesn't... <laughs> it's a sport. They kind of shoot down that argument with the, the post-credit scene, don't they? <laughs> oh, there was but, a post-credit uh, scene? Or, or, well, mid-credit scene, during-credit scene, whatever you want to call it. But there's... Wait. Oh, no, there, I didn't see it. You didn't? You could argue that because Sporky's like a, a... Forky's like a spork, so he's like a spoon and a fork. Like, he's kind of gender-fluid, so it doesn't really matter <laughs> if he's going for the lady <laughs> there at the end. Like, now yeah, we're going introspective. I'm, I'm going there, man. Let's do it. <laughs> I could see that. Like that. That's not something that would make me roll my eyes. 
if somebody mm-hmm. was like, oh, he's for us. And I'm like, okay, fine. Can I just? It's really funny that those two groups, because like, especially patched in with the song that they wrote for this movie, which, oh my God, the most on the nose Randy Newman song of all time. Wow. The I Won't Let You Throw Yourself Away song. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like out of a career of on the nose songs, like I think that might be the most on the nose. But it, it gave me like, like, you know, the suicidal friend vibe. Like, you know, hey, no, I'm going to fight for you to show you that you got value outside of what you see inside yourself and you mean things to other people. Don't you like I'm like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of cute. How awesome was Duke Kaboom? Oh, oh Keanu Reeves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That made me laugh. I love the, the commercial where he where he, his backstory with the kid that he had that the commercial <laughs> made him look awesome. Like all the commercials we saw growing up. Like, this is not really going to happen. And then like he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 when I realized it was Keanu, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, who voiced Forky, by the way? I see, for some oh, reason, I, was... I think I thought Keanu was going to be Forky, and, it, and I'm like, that's not, I don't think that's Keanu Reeves' voice. No, oh, like, if I'm not mistaken, it's one of the dudes from Arrested Development. Um, oh. I, oh. I, no, I, Tony Hale, Tony Hale, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, from V. Uh, the mother. Yeah. Those are my gifts from Army. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not Tobias. Uh, uh, God, what's his name? On, uh, what's the character's name? Uh, I can't think of it right now. It's, okay, it's television. Who cares? It's television. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so uh, Toy Story as a franchise, again, Toy Story 129 opening weekend, 191 uh, total. Toy Story 257 to 246 total. Toy Story 3, 110 opening weekend to 415 total. Mm-hmm. And Toy Story 4 did 120. Do we think it reaches 500? No. You no, not with the competition this summer. Okay, that's true. It, yeah, it does get a little. And this isn't—it's got a ninety-eight percent. But as far as like word of mouth, everybody seems to either like really like it or have the issues that I have with it. So it's not like universal. Like it felt like the first three was where everybody's just like huh, perfection. Go see it, <laughs> Lindsay. Five hundred. No, that's. Uh, I'd say it's not like outside the realm because you know kids movies always they have weird legs that go on forever and uh, I guess there's not much else I'm looking at the future releases right now there's not a lot of other really like straight up kid movies yeah but that that's like that's yeah but that's 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 like for slightly older kids maybe but uh, I guess you have Lion King coming out I, I, I don't know it'll be interesting yeah. I'd say it hits five, but maybe not like blows past five. Maybe like scrape five oh two, something like that. It's 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 like the the paper football shot of uh, hitting five hundred. <laughs> okay, so to second place in the weekend, and you know, if you're in certain horror communities, <laughs> a very very divisive movie for only fourteen million dollars, mind you. Yeah, uh, Child's Play, the 2019 remake, um, is I think currently the second highest rated child's play film on rotten tomatoes but and that is only because <laughs> like bloody disgusting and fangoria are the only reviews for cult but we can <laughs> we can leave that where it is but anyway so so cody uh you've had you've had your finger not on the pulse but perhaps embedded into the arm that that's got the pulse why don't you tell us what what the expectations are, what, what, the, what the rollback is, what, what, what you thought Child's Play, was, was it enough? Is, and then we'll get to the, the, the number later because apparently $14 million for that franchise is, is disastrous. My thoughts on the film? Yeah, yeah, and, and everything around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been a big supporter of this remake from the beginning. I think I was one of the more vocal voices, at least in our little circle of the world, mm-hmm. um, for it. Um, I, I've been a Child's Play fanatic since I was a kid. I've said it quite a few times ad nauseum. Child's Play 3 is the movie that made me a horror fan. Mm-hmm. So I, I've got a lot to owe to Chucky. And Chucky's, you know, Chucky and Freddy are my guys. I, I love them to death. So it, I had a lot invested in this as far as, like, emotions. Um, I got to go see it uh, a night early, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I It was a little bit... It, it took some time to get used to the new Chucky because this is a very... Very different take on the Child's Play franchise, a very different take on the character of Chucky. So it, it's, it's very, it's different. You have to go in with the mindset that this is not Brad Dorf, that this is not the universal Mancini version of this story. It's something totally opposite of that in a lot of ways. 
So um, I really liked it. I really liked uh, the new characters, the new castings of like Andy, Andy's mom. Uh, I dug the AI concept. Um, I think the relationship between Andy and Chucky was mm-hmm. the best part of the movie. Honestly, it it actually kind of shocked me how emotional it got at times mm. and how much I actually sympathized and even felt bad for Chucky. Something I never thought I'd say. So um, <laughs> the the kills were awesome. Um, how dare you not be feel sorry for Brad Dourif, sir? What's wrong <laughs> yeah, with you? Exactly. So uh, the yeah. So the carnage candy was there. Um, the I've seen it twice now, and there's a lot underneath the surface that you can peel back. So it's not a typical slasher where it's it's all face value. It's the what CP calls the tits and the hits. Um, it, it's 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 got some stuff brewing beneath the surface. Yeah. It's got some social commentary. It's got some uh, some <laughs> some life lessons for parenting and the the effects of that. So that it's got more to chew on that people give it credit for. So uh, yeah, yeah, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised how much I liked it, and I was pleasantly surprised how much it seems that most of the fan base seems to like it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll swing back to that in a second. Lindsay, why don't you tell us what you Well, think? I just need to point this out because I don't think I've ever seen this before. And Rotten Tomatoes Child's Play 2019 is sitting at a 62% for both critics and audience. Yep. Everybody agrees. I don't think I've ever seen them match Yeah, before. usually they're That's like crazy. within a two points of each other. If it's I was yeah. shocked right, yeah. when it debuted with a 70. I knew it would go down, but like uh, when I walked out of the theater, I said, ooh, I said, this is going to be a movie you're either going to love or hate. It's probably going to end up somewhere in the 40s right off the mm-hmm. bat, especially with them keeping the reviews until like the moment people are walking into the theater. Yeah, um, so I was, I was shocked when I saw that score. I was like, oh, that is awesome. So, so I, I also quite liked it. Uh, I, I would say actually I, with a couple of exceptions or like a plot point being like really dumb with, you know, something wrapped up, not spoiling. Oh. That was, I mean, it was funny, but it was really dragged out. Really? <laughs> as funny as it was. I like I, it. I, it reached a point where I was like, oh God, guys, like this is getting too silly. But I, I, I still laughed at it. And overall, I really, really, really liked the movie. Andy was great. The kid playing him was really talented i can't wait to see what else he does um mark hamill definitely not just aping his joker doing a new thing really kind of and, and i watched a, like a behind the scenes thing of him just doing a bunch of voices and a bunch of different takes that he did on one line and then the and then i watched the movie and they used a completely different take than any of the ones they showed in the thing i'm like oh he, <laughs> right it's just interesting uh it's well made uh like i thought the chucky doll effects were pretty dang good uh this is um, Aubrey Plaza is always great, and yeah, if anything, I just wanted it to be a bit longer so we yeah. could like get to know Andy's friends a bit more, or mm-hmm. maybe have like a little more subtle build up to. And now the doll's killing stuff because I feel like it, it escalated very quickly once it got to that point. Yeah, uh, you're not really a horror guy either, so like, h- how were you taking it in as? So the only child's play I'd seen in its entirety is the original. And I, I thought it was cute and fun and oh. kind of kooky. They you never, little never, virgin you. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I've seen like parts of two. I think two is really cool. It looks like it's we a really interesting way to show you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, I love Drag Me to Hell. That movie's so good. Uh, <laughs> Wrong reference. but <laughs> No, no, I, 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 I'm with you. I, 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 I mean, I mean uh, a pill. Uh, and you know what? The, the thing that I liked most about this movie, actually, is it reminded me of early Spielberg. Like, you got the daddy issues. You got some backlighting. You got, like, the E.T. finger thing oh, doing yeah, all the abilities. Of, and the and the Red Hood. There was a couple of E.T. references there. Yeah. Oh, the Red oh, Hood. Oh, Orion had a couple. Of, they had the RoboCop thing, too. Uh, yes. So. Oh, my God. I, I love that. I, that was a little... Uh, it took me a second to realize, oh, wait, it's the same company. That's why they did that. That's cute. Did but anybody yeah. else laugh, too, whenever he wanted to name the doll Han Solo? And it was like a little jab at, at yeah. Mark Hamill being the voice. And so he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you say Chucky? Yeah. <laughs> so, Chucky. I, I thought that was cool. I agree. Like, going Luke Skywalker would have been too on the nose. Han Solo was like, ah, it, it made that. That was a very good scene. Uh, and then I, I also liked how, like, the movie kept, like, referencing... Like Poltergeist three, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, yeah, like really, really weird, unnecessary sequels to you know pretty dang good original horror movies, and now we're watching this here in a pretty all right remake of a beat to dead franchise. Maybe not beat to dead, but you know an overdone franchise. So I was like, oh, so you're being like a little clever in there. That's yeah, that's kind of cute. It's like Cody just said. There's there's more to just surface value on this movie. There, there's there's a lot to this movie that that um, not my Chucky people are, are just really, really not 
like they're, they're missing out on just for the explicit fact that uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't explain with with you not seeing the most recent Child's Play movies, Lindsay, I, I can't explain to you h how much it's bizarre because those last couple of films are yikes. But They're pretty out there, right? Yeah. It, well, you it, got it, you have Don Mancini who has written all of the films, and which I think it's very cool. Seed of Chucky, it is cool. Seed of Chucky came along in '04, mm -hmm. and that was the first movie that he not only wrote but he directed. And at this point forward, he took full control of the franchise. And Seed of Chucky, most horror fans and most Child's Play fans will tell you, is one of the most garbage piece of trash movies that have ever been made. It has its fans. <laughs> But um, yeah, most people, yeah, most people put it with like Freddy's Dead as, as trash. And then the movies basically got handcuffed to VOD from that point on because oh, okay. uh, Seed was just such a huge low point. So then he, right. the first effort by Don Mancini and VOD, most Chucky fans really liked. It was kind of a throwback to the original in a okay. lot of ways with a little bit of weirdness thrown in there. And then once he kind of got everybody's confidence again, Cult of Chucky came along, and that was literally like half the fan base loved it, and half the fan base hated it. So um, basically, ever since Don Mancini has become the sole voice of Child's Play, it is just went off the rails as far as the fandom goes. Like you either have people mm. that really like the weirdness that he does, or you have people that are just angry to the point where they're like, "Let anybody else have it." Yeah. So it's almost like the Child's Play franchise, Last Jedi, itself. Before Last Jedi, like I, I actually I compared him to George Lucas one time because I've said like you know I nothing but respect for Don Mancini for the films that he gave us just like you know nothing but respect for George Lucas we wouldn't have the original trilogy but George Lucas also did the prequels Don Mancini also made Seed of Chucky so it's kind of it's similar You're making me want to watch Seed of Chucky like how oh. bad could it get <laughs> you would, you might enjoy it like ironically it's. That's apparently what happened with Brian. Apparently, everybody trashed it so much that he had his expectations below the jail to where he walked in and he was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> also, I just remembered, I actually did see Bride of Chucky. I apologize. So I've seen the original Chucky, parts of two and three, Bride's and Bride. Fun. Bride's fun. Like that's the first four are awesome to me. Wait, wait. Like... Bride of Chucky is the one with the guy from Andromeda on it, right? Or is that too too deep of a cut? Andromeda. Uh, the, 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 the Kevin Sorbo show where it's like Star Trek, but it's like not Star Trek. Okay. <laughs> too deep cut, too deep of a cut. Sorry, guys. Someone in the chat maybe knows what I'm talking about. I just blew someone's mind, but that, that might have been too deep right there. <laughs> so something that, that Cody and I have been kind of experiencing uh, with this Not My Chucky blowback is people <laughs> kind of dancing on the on the apparent corpse of Child's Play. Um, and 14 million actually happens to be the highest opening weekend for the Child's Play franchise by by three million. Um, yeah, <laughs> and there's been comparisons to what Pet Cemetery it right right Cody Pet Cemetery it and us was the ones that I've been seeing which is like not even in the same league yeah not even us is a comparison yeah so what I yeah. when cool. I heard that I was like let me get my my dumb math nuggets for the night. And I went and found franchise totals for the for the big, the big uh, horror franchises. Um, these these are worldwide, and some of these don't even have the right numbers because they didn't keep track of worldwide for stuff in the early '80s. So Halloween's number number is wrong. Nightmare on Elm Street's mm -hmm. number is missing stuff, and Friday mm -hmm. the 13th and Texas Chainsaw they're all missing stuff. So Halloween is first with 11 movies granted, 787, <laughs> 787 million. A Nightmare on Elm Street, second, eight theatrical releases, 620 million. Scream. This is total take for the franchise? Yeah, yeah, total take for the okay. franchise with, uh, worldwide. And, okay. and and they're undercut because uh, we're yeah. not factoring in the 80s. Scream is in third with only four theatrical releases, 604 million. Friday the Damn. 13th is fourth uh, with 12 theatrical releases, 503 million. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is fifth with seven theatrical releases at 405 million. And then I just stopped there and checked Child's Play, which with its six theatrical releases is at 140 million total. So it's it's less than, well, it's a little bit more than one quarter of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So it's they're, they're just different franchises. I mean, like Halloween 2018 practically made that its first weekend, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, okay. yeah. End of discussion. So I mean, like... <laughs> 
Yeah. I love Chucky to death. I love Child's Play, but I'm not ignorant to the fact that even though I consider him the fourth most iconic next mm-hmm. to Michael, Freddie, and Jason, people can debate that. Ghostface, Leatherface, Pinhead. Um, I know that it's not even close. Like, like Chucky's standing down here, and the mountain of Freddie and Michael is like way up there. Yeah. So it's it's not horror fans don't realize how not a household name Chucky is. Right. Right, and like somebody said in the chat, Scream is probably most impressive. Four movies, six hundred four million. That that's yeah. quite. Well, a that average. was like a cultural phenomenon yeah. back in the nineties. That was yeah. like a Halloween staple. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, I don't understand. Like, it, 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 you know, it's, it's not, it's not Coca Cola. It's, it's, you know, I, I don't know how to to not insult Child's Play fans, but it, you know, it's, 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 Careful. it's Tab. Like, it's, it's ah, <laughs> Tab. <laughs> you know, not trying to insult y'all, but you're Tab. Well, no, I mean, like, like, I'm trying to think of something that it's isn't. Cheer one. Yeah, uh, RC, like, it, it, it's, it's just, it's. I like RC. Th- you have to think of these things in tears, and Child's Play, <laughs> w- first of all, the last two movies were VOD, so the fact that it's even a theatrical release should be considered to be some sort of success. And then you factor in the fact that it's the highest opening weekend. Uh, I, I don't understand this flop talk that, that seems to be... And, and the movie wasn't on a lot of screens. Like, Toy right. Story and Disney tend to, like, sweep as many screens as they can afford. Mm-hmm. Not to, like, screw everybody over, but they definitely do. They did it with Avengers. They did it with Toy Story. I mean, it, it, it was... It, it, what was it like three something thousand screens or something like that? I don't have the number I in think, front of me, but I it was it was it was a low number. And then you take into effect too the fact that a lot of the diehard fans were boycotting this, and you know maybe some of them snuck in to watch it, just you know not tell anybody. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. you know you kind of have all that working against it, and it's still it's already made its budget back. Yes, it still has to cover marketing, which they did an amazing job with, in my opinion. But oh, so. that's. One weekend. It's one weekend. Yeah. And it's Annabelle might cut some of its legs off a bit, but they're even taking Annabelle to task with, with some marketing right now with uh, some pretty cool posters. But of, of the top five, Child's Play has the least amount of screens by about 400. Yeah. yeah. Um, Three, 3,007 is pretty good, though. It's yeah. not like amazing, but it's pretty good. Her theater average is 4687, which is not terrible they, at all. They weren't really screening the movie, which was a mistake. I think they were nervous about it, but, the, you know, they weren't really screening the movie. The reviews didn't come out until, like, hours before people were going to see it. I mean, it had a lot working against it. Some of it they, they did to themselves, but all this flop talk is just it, – it, it's literally people that don't like the movie that are trying to cling on to any little tiny thing to say, I was right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the general. It's like the same thing. Oh, everything has to be the greatest thing ever or the worst thing ever. Everything needs to be an overwhelming success or an epic failure. That's why you got articles saying Avengers Endgame is a disappointment, and people trying to claim that Captain Marvel actually didn't make a billion dollars and it's not successful. It's like, guys, just just let a movie yeah. be a movie. It's mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Hey. that that is the the comic book movie culture coming in mm-hmm. through in spades because. With comic book movies, it's opening weekend. What did it do? What record did it set? And like yeah. that's that's all they care about. And they you can't look at Child's Play with the same set of eyes because, you know, it, it's not about that. If Child's Play somehow makes nine million or more, eh, we'll call it eight million. If it doesn't, oh wait, sixty percent. Excuse me, uh, six million. If it's if well, it's six million or lower than than maybe, but if it's above six million next weekend. <laughs> It's it's on an okay it's on a typical path. Yeah. It it just doesn't make sense for people to, to do this comic book comparison thing. You know what it, it, it might it might scoop ten next weekend. Yeah. Which would be a success by by, you know, the the regular math standards because well, I think somebody brought up Pet Cemetery. I had a nice little debate with somebody. Pet it hasn't even been it hasn't even been released overseas yet, has no, it? No. I was just about to say it has not been. I was looking at the page right now. I mean, it has not been released. I don't know how strong Chucky is overseas, but I mean that's another pile of money waiting to be made. Yeah, you got to figure UK, uh, some parts of Europe. I, I know Dennis in Denmark said it's not coming out there until uh, the middle of July. So, wow, it, it's it's getting it's getting trickled out there. So you know all we have is American numbers, and it's it should pull in triple its budget which i mean i don't know who would 
turn away three dollars if they you gave them one. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it's it's kind of silly. A flop that that's 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 just ridiculous. The competition was was quite fierce. Uh, like Cody brought up, it, it's it was on the least amount of screens as any other movie in the top five. So. Uh, Apples and tennis balls, people. Apples and tennis balls. And I'm curious what it's going to do next weekend, too, because not not to be vain, but I'm curious how much of an effect YouTubers and reviewers are going to have <laughs> on on uh, you know people that were worried about it. And they see it, they're like, oh, you know, everybody seems to be saying it's pretty good for the most part. Well, um, And also, a lot of parents were, you know, they had to get their kids to Toy Story that weekend. So the point. next weekend might be date night. Good point. So as, as the lone YouTuber that broke embargo, Cody... Um, <laughs> what what was the reaction in the comment section on on your highly viewed review? Surprisingly, it didn't really get negative until like yesterday, and it wasn't really overwhelmingly negative. It's just been a few dickheads here and there, but for the most part, everybody's like either in agreement with me or you know at least positive with their disagreement. Like it, it, I'm actually surprised with how many views it got that I wasn't like. It wasn't Halloween 2018 all over again. I was like, this guy likes this movie. He's trash. I didn't get like one or two of those. Uh, so, uh, slow, slow OD, slow Dan Anks uh, says it's big in Germany here and it comes out July 12th. And it's getting advertised Ooh. like Halloween 2018. Yeah, I, y- y- we have no idea what, what Europe, Russia, China, I don't think it's getting China released, but. Um, you know, the rest of the world counts, too. A lot of these people only make movies for the rest of the world. We just happen to see them sometimes. Yeah. We could also argue that, like, a lot of this, like, I guess you call it tribalism around, like, no, this is our Chucky. It's not not this. Yeah. That's not our Chucky or whatever terminology. When There's you literally this. a hashtag, not yeah. my Chucky. I love it. That's I, I love the Internet so much. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Where, 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 what was the point I was going to try and make, though? I'm sorry. Um, I hadn't got there yet. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Just people <laughs> like to get tribal and just be like, this is mine. Oh, the, the, anyone uh, – people are always looking for why they're right. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily yeah. looking for the story. They're looking for why they're right. Oh, the, the, this didn't set records. That, clearly, I'm right. This is a failure. It's horrible, and it's dead. Mm-hmm. And they just want to leave it at that. And it's it, it's also all about the hot takes these days. Mm-hmm. Like anything that can be contributed as a hot take. Oh, it, it, it grab someone's attention and get them in to see your stuff or to see this or to see that. Maybe get the subscriber or get the like or the, the bell stuff from the icon who, who does things that people don't understand. The uh, it's <laughs> Hit the bell for the bell stuff. Um <laughs> Everyone's just always looking for that justification for their belief as opposed to trying to understand what something actually is. I guess oh, that's yeah. the point I'm trying to make. Oh, yeah. We saw that all weekend long. <laughs> yeah. Told you it was going to be a disaster. Most most reviews are trashing this. I'm like, um, most? Really? It's, <laughs> 62% seem pretty popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's, what's strange is you have Jennifer Tilly Instagramming and tweeting pictures of her looking at her news or or the Tiffany doll from, you know, the later Chucky movies looking through a newspaper and, you know, her, the, the message was, oh, there's nothing to see this week or something to that effect. And it's just like, why would you throw shade against something that, that could benefit your sideways like i i don't understand yeah okay it's it's not don mancini's thing but people know child like like non-fans just think child's play and they think oh child's play here comes another one it's like it's it's kind of cannibalistic to say all right mess to hell with that movie because you're you're kind you're releasing a show in what a couple of months a year whatever and what if, what if that's the first taste people get after this thing and and you get new fans due to this remake like it just doesn't make sense to me like they're so caught up in their own pride that they're not even looking at all of that like i i i've argued that too like you would think that don mancini would want this to succeed because if this movie makes the money that i hope it's going to make mm-hmm. and it's obviously succeeding pretty decently with critics and with fans then that can only help Child's Play. Like, that can right. only make Universal go, you know what? We might be able to put one in theaters. Right. Get, I'll, I'll take you out of VOD jail. You know, <laughs> it, it's just, it's all pride. And let's be honest here. Mancini didn't want anybody to make another Child's Play movie because he did not want anybody to do better than him. 
He did not want anybody yeah. to have a movie that succeeded more than him, that made more money than him, that got a higher rating than him, that the fans liked more than the one that he did. And look what happened. Yeah. So it's it's. it's take. I like that. Well, both you know I mean? both cult and curse combined to make six million total. Uh, and again, Child's Play fourteen million in three days. It it's it's not a fight that that really should be had right now because you know wh- why do that? It just doesn't. Yeah. And uh, someone in the chat actually made a really interesting point. Uh, let me see if I can pull, pull it back up here. Uh, slow, uh, slow Danks again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's talking. I guess he's in Germany, and he's talking about how in Germany it's not Mark Hamill doing the voice of Chucky, and yet everyone is still apparently super, super, super excited for the movie. Really? Oh, they they yeah. redub everything, right? Is that what that it makes is? sense? I mean, I I I mean, no offense to Mark Hamill, but I'd be very surprised if he had a really, because <laughs> was super fluent well, in German. Well, that like that was part of the key too. Like, I think people are pissed because Brad Dorf is so iconic and and you know right. such a such a like much like um, Freddy. You, you really you, mm-hmm. you painted yourself in a corner trying to do another Freddy with, without Robert England. But um, I think Child's Play 2019 managed to steer that quite well. Listen, it's not it's not Brad Dorf. It's not that Chucky. So let, let's let's all agree that we can't do that. That's something that that shouldn't be touched and move forward. I, I felt like it, it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't something you can't compare the two. They're, they're different types of characters. There's different characteristics. Yeah, yeah they're, they're completely different. That's what one of the, the more the thing, the more difficult things to get used to at first was how different the doll was. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I loved it. Like, I, it's because they, 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 like you said, that they're so starkly different. Like, the, the original Chucky is crass and cruel and kind of gets off on the horrible things he's doing. Well, this Chucky is like, he's just learning and he doesn't necessarily like hurting people, but it seems to be like the thing that's going to get him what he wants. It's going to mm-hmm. make them happy. It, it, it's it, they're just they're very different in a very interesting way. That I I kind of want to go back and watch the original one now that I've seen this one, the just to kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell Dom watch, Mancini that. Watch the first four. <laughs> watch the first four. Okay. Yeah. At least watch the first two. If you stop there, that's fine. But you got to at least watch Child's Play two. That's that's Chucky Unleashed. Well, Ch- Ch- Chucky uh, Child's Play two. Uh, I, I saw. I can't remember who it was, but someone on Twitter made this point. I completely agree. It's like the best justification for these types of horror movies ever. Whereas, like you know, they killed the they killed the killer in the first one, but he's back in the second one because they rebuild him. <laughs> Yeah, that's so genius simple. I love it. You don't have to like yeah. pretend he didn't die or just have it still be the same night or whatever. I don't know. Hey, hey it, it was awesome. And and it's even easier with this new version yeah, of Chucky. I was just gonna say yeah. malfun- malfunctioning software. It's that's that's still gonna be a thing. So so why not? Mm-hmm. So um, which I guess leads us to to this weekend. Um, I don't I don't really. You know, want to take my pants down for either of these releases, but hey, Annabelle comes home is being released on thirty five hundred screens, and yesterday on twenty six hundred screens. So yesterday is about a guy who I don't know wakes up and the Beatles never existed, but he remembers their music and pretends to have written them. Yeah, it looks really interesting. It looks like it might be one of those like feel good movies of the year that you go watch, yeah. and it's like, wow, that was good. Yeah, it does look good. I do want to see it. But what's funny is when I watch the trailer, I'm like, I don't want to see that movie. I want to see the movie where the Beatles really never happened, like a documentary style of like like the wars and things that would fall out from like like John Lennon never being a thing and oh, stuff wow. like that. I want like that that all that dark timeline alternate future movie that I want to see. But this does look cute. <laughs> this movie is like way too yeah. soft for any of that stuff. There's no way that's exactly. gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah, like Back to the Future. Like ooh. I wonder what happened mm-hmm. if they didn't do Vietnam. No, we're just going to save his mom exactly. at, at at the prom. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and Annabelle comes home. Cody prequel sequel. What what is what is this now? This is this is after Conjuring one and two, I believe. It's, because I think it's it involves Conjuring two, actually. Maybe okay, possibly. Yeah. Well, it, it involves the um, the Warrens. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of like actually finally bringing the Annabelle story back to the Conjuring. Um, I, I would have to rewatch the movie to see timeline whether that makes sense or not. But I it enjoyed, <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed Annabelle creation a lot. I really thought that was a good movie. It was a I I didn't even hate the first Annabelle as much as everybody else. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was the worst thing ever that a lot of people made it out to be. So they these these films they're 
it's a bunch of James Wan style movies, whether James Wan directs it or not. The best ones are the ones that James Wan makes. Every the other ones are all pretty good James Wan ish movies. Yeah. So this the, the only thing that really interests me in this is the fact that it has the Warrens in it because it's going to be kind of like halfway between Annabelle and Conjuring. But other than that, I mean, the trailers that it the same types of scares that we've seen. Um, it looks good enough. I'm not uh, jumping up for joy for it, but I'll certainly see it. Yeah, you. I mean, we were talking about franchises before. The Conjuring universe, whatever that is, is its own Conjurverse. Yeah, The Nun made a, a whole shit ton Ugh. of money last year, and and that's just based on on that that universe. I don't know if Annabelle is something that that is that strong, but it's another thing that like today's big big uh, CU for horror at least is is that Conjuring universe. So it, it's really interesting to see. I mean, I, yeah. I I I have no no urge to see it, but I I'm perhaps too old for that. I don't I don't know. I just think it's a little oversaturated. That's why nobody's at least out of us three are really excited because it feels like we get mm. a Conjuring movie every year. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I, I really 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 liked Conjuring too, and Annabelle Creation was fun, but I I just don't it, it's all you're just it's getting more complicated and makes less sense the more of these movies that they make and so i'm just not sure i don't know i also i mean i knew this movie was coming but i didn't know it was coming now until i saw brightburn which yeah. i didn't see any trailers or anything before mm. i saw that so that's telling but the guy who directed this i looked him up really quick gary doberman he has written uh annabelle annabelle creation the nun it and it chapter two. Ooh. So he's this got is his first directorial movie. This is his very this is his first directorial oh. movie. Yeah, oh. yeah, cool. I just uh, it, they all have the cool. same feel to them. Like I said, they all look like the James Wan style. So mm. it does you don't really get to. It's not like it's not like the DC universe or something where every movie has its own flavor to it. Or mm-hmm. you know you you don't really get a palate cleanser in this franchise. It's all Conjuring ish, mm. and especially after the Nun was the last bite of the Conjuring yeah. we took. Kind of like eh, I'll, uh, we'll see. Yeah, it's it's just crazy that the nun made as much money as it did, you know, right around the time that Halloween did. So you know, people people are ready to spend their money in, in different areas. There, people want to be scared in October. Mm. Lindsay, do you wanna do you wanna fill us in on on your secret hush hush screening that that you were a part of recently? Oh yeah, uh, well it's it's more connected to Child's Play than it is to uh, Annabelle Creation, but. Uh, listeners and watchers at home, if you've been to a horror movie over the last couple of years, there's a decent chance you saw a trailer for something called Polaroid. <laughs> and then you never heard anything about that movie again. Uh, that's because it, it was delayed and pushed back, and now it's been released in UK and other places, but it does not appear like it's going to be released here in America. Uh, but I managed to catch it, uh, you know, here in LA, special privileges. <laughs> um, and it's pretty bad, <laughs> but <laughs> in kind of a fun way. It, like it's it's like a weird mix of Truth or Dare and Wish Upon. And the reason why it's worth mm. noting is because it's actually directed by the same guy who directed this new <laughs> child, new child's play. Mm. But you were right; that description is very yuck because those are both very it's yuck like, movies. It's like a mix between shit and vomit. Yeah, and you put yeah, them together. And... <laughs> well, what do you get? Polaroid. <laughs> uh, but, but like, like the plot points are so from those movies. Like the kids just going through the thing, and they find the old camera, and they start taking pictures, and stuff happens. Very much like in uh, uh, Wish Upon, and then the Truth or Dare elements is like the demon thing is like sort of playing with them, saying who it's gonna go after. It like it's like because there's an order to it for some reason. I. Uh, but it's just such a weird little movie because, like, it takes your pick. First of all, with they immediately figure out that the camera is killing people. There, there is no. Oh, you're crazy! The camera can't be killing people. Like the moment someone introduces the idea that the camera could be killing people, which is immediately after the second death, everyone's just on board with this and just going with it. Uh, and I. I'm kind of at, I almost don't want to say anything because I want people to try and watch it some one day when they can and kind of be surprised by it. But at the same time, I don't think anyone will ever see it because I I wonder if like now this director guy who directed Child's Play is like they're like protecting him and they don't want people to see this really dumb horror. Wish movie. upon 
and truth or dare, let me run out of my way to pre-order. Yeah, no shit. It's it's going to be one or the other. They were either hiding it because they didn't want it to taint the expectations for Child's Play, mm-hmm. or they're going to wait until they were waiting for Child's Play and the off chance that everybody liked it so they can market it as from the director of Child's Play. And they can get Man. more money than they would have just putting Polaroid on the shelf at Walmart. Why, why do you think they were so protective of child play? Like they they waited till the very end to lift the embargo. There there was no screen. I don't know, man. It, it it that worried me. That just made me think that the writing was on the wall that the movie was not going to be very good, and I was going to have my heart broken. But when I saw it, I was like, uh, I don't know. I was like, I really did not know where the reception of this movie was going to be when I walked out. I was like, okay, people are either going to like it for its own merits, or they're going to hate it because it's so different, or the doll's going to turn them off, and that's all they're going to see. Um, but yeah, I, I was I was shocked when I saw that it debuted so high. Mm. Um, so Tomatoes, I, I yeah, I would have I would have I would have figured more critics, especially that aren't Fangoria and bloody disgusting, would have been like, nope, sorry. Um, so it, it I don't know what the the fear was. I think it was just maybe they believed they started to buy into all the negativity after a while. I, I don't know. Maybe they got nervous about going up against uh, Toy Story and well, they're like, oh, we, we, we can't back down. They, well, they, they based on the, the whole marketing. I was going to say, of no, they, they kind of t- t- hitched their wagon to the Toy Story thing months Which ago. I love. I think sure. that's so genius that they did that. But mm-hmm. maybe it also kind of gave them cold feet. Like, oh, God, we're, we're calling out Disney. This could backfire horribly. <laughs> Have either of you guys seen the poster they did for Annabelle? No. They have a poster for Annabelle, which comes out in a couple of days, where it's Annabelle inside of her glass case, but the glass is broke and her head is cut off, and there's a knife in it, and it says, Chucky's already home. Wow. <laughs> you got you, Whoever it is at the marketing team over there, good good for them. Yeah. Uh, some so many evil dolls by the end of this summer, yeah. too. Cause like, the and Boy I guess 2 it's... comes out this summer, too. Like. Ugh. Come on, and, and there was the 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 ventriloquist dummies in Toy in Story. Toy Story Four, yeah, they were. They, yeah, and we we saw Toy Story Four after Child's Play, and the ventriloquist dummies are up. And Emily goes, "Is it bad that this is scaring me more than Chucky?" I'm like, "No, oh, those things are creepy." <laughs> Um, it's not good for Chucky. It's for good for you, though. <laughs> so DB Legends Man asked, "Which movie do you prefer more, Child's Player or Toy Story 4? Oh man. Toy Story 4 is far and away the better made movie, but I think I will rewatch Child's Play more, and I walked out more satisfied with Child's Play. Toy Story 4, I had a lot of bones to pick with it, but it would be it would be hard. Like I would both, I'd give both of them like four out of five. Mm. That's true. I mean, uh, I'm going to go back to an old uh, thing on uh, show business, but someone asked me like, "What's better, Alien or Aliens?" I'm like, "I don't know. They're so different. How do you choose?" <laughs> Toy Story balls, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I'm, I, am I playing tennis or am I eating an apple? Uh, <laughs> They're both round. I, I, I guess if I had to watch one again right now, well, no, that doesn't even count because I literally watched Toy Story earlier today, <laughs> so I can't even say that argument. Uh, guess Toy Story? No, 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 no. Child's Play, just because like I'm curious about it, like I want to kind of see. Like like little things. If there's anything I missed, because there's like again like all those weird callbacks to old horror sequels. I want to see if there's more of that I could catch. But I Child, really like Toy Story. Yeah, Child's Play exceeded my expectations. Toy Story fell a little bit below my expectations. That's that's so. ex- that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say based on I my know. expectations. I do that a lot, don't I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on quiet CP. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> going right into it, I was like, oh, please don't suck. Please don't suck. Please don't suck with child play. And I was, I left like, all right, that was, that was really good. And Toy Story, I was like, it's Pixar. You know, what else can they do wrong? And I was like, all right, it's Pixar. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what else could they do wrong? It could be the good dinosaur too, but with toys. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever saw the good dinosaur one. I never made it all the way through it. It was on a night where I ended up in a gigantic argument with the missus. So that's my only tie to the good dinosaur. Every time somebody brings it up, I think about that <laughs> shitty night. PTSD. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's right. really funny. So that just about does it for uh, – there's there, there's nothing newsworthy. Um, television, the Scream trailer for season three just dropped. Uh, have yet to see it yet. Cool. Um, yeah, awesome. Can't wait. Um, do you guys think – uh, first of all, is anything derailing Toy Story? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 uh, it would be a tighter race if The Nun wasn't the last movie we got from this franchise. So I don't think uh, Annabelle has a, a chance in hell. I do think it's going to be number two, though. 
child. How did uh, the nun open actually? Fifty-three. Oh yeah, that's nowhere near enough. It's gonna yeah, it's it's gonna fall to like sixty or seventy. Fifty is not enough. <laughs> yeah. So so child's play. Where where does that fall this week? What place? Mm, third. Five. Oh, I think God. Aladdin is probably going to stick around. Yeah, it's not I going anywhere, that movie. Yeah, Aladdin's going to stick around. I don't know the excitement level for yesterday, but the Beatles are a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I, I don't think a, a second weekend of Chucky is going to be more than, you know, it's not going to be released overseas yet, so I'm expecting maybe f- five or six million tops. I mean, that's not going to be enough to... Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's a knock to be number five, but I don't think it's going to hang on as strong as a I would like right. it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I think Aladdin's finally going to fall to fourth. It's been holding at three for three weeks now. I could be wrong though. You know, the, the Greatest Showman was in fourth place for two months, so yeah. who knows? Like, yeah, well, using that logic, Aladdin was one and a half million away from being second this week. So it, yes <sighs> and no. Um, I did not realize that. That's uh, that's good numbering right there, CP. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm math. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> so that 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 is the week. Cody, what do you what do you have coming up on on Cody Leach? Chucky week, baby. Um, Chucky, Chucky, Chucky year. But yeah, we got um. I've got a lot of Chucky ranking videos. Pretty much, I'm gonna do a video with my ideas for a Child's Play two, Child's Play two point whatever I decide to title it. Um, but um, you got that. And then as far as ranking videos, I'm just splurging all over Child's Play. So I've got. Um, I'm going to be doing like top 10 or top 15 Chucky lines. I'm going to be ranking the Chucky's, ranking Chucky's deaths, and then capping it all off with ranking all the Child's Play kills. Wow. Nice. Chucky sounds... week. Yeah. Legitimately. Okay. Mm. That, that's a YouTube channel, Cody Leach, which if you're listening on the podcast, uh, Cody Leach and I covered the Child's Play franchise, which is the most downloaded thing on the podcast so it's probably pretty easy to find nice i have news and i'm gonna gonna show air quotes when i say news for for the people watching um halloween 2020 is happening and chucky wait and that news was dropped right as child's play released um bitches shocker 2020 we're getting a new halloween uh apparently jamie lee's on board that's the news you guys excited? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know I'm what I want to see? Uh, I would, uh, oh, go ahead go, go ahead, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead, man. You are starting. Okay. I, I, this is just my total nerd. Like, inner. I want to see a crossover between New Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis and New Terminator with. Uh, <laughs> oh God, I'm, bl- I'm blanking on her name now, but you know who I'm talking about. I want to see the two. Uh, <laughs> I want to see the two of them together going up against Michael, going up against the robot. I, I want that. I want to see a Terminator Michael being taken out by two old ladies with big ass guns. Yeah, yeah, just just AARP folks running around saving the day. <laughs> I will not get excited for this Halloween sequel until I see a trailer and I know what the hell the story is going to be because I'm I'm over it. I'm over Laurie versus Michael. I'm the the, the corner they painted themselves in with that. Somebody has to die. Ballsless ending. Yeah, it's just this. Yeah, there's no excuse now. Like if 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 all of them survive in this film, like just, just hell with you. Go fuck yourself. There's my one F. <laughs> That's why I'm telling you guys. Michael was a robot with, <laughs> with with Sarah Connor and Jamie Lee. Could just tell me that. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. I actually thought at the end of the Predator last year that they were going <laughs> to bring in the Terminator. Like I was actually like Ooh. like I didn't like the movie at all. But at the very end, when they're showing the thing that they kept mm-hmm. trying to protect, and I I swear to God, I thought that Arnold Schwarzenegger as the T eight hundred or whatever was going to pop up at the end. Like <laughs> they finally did it. This movie sucked, but it gave us this. <laughs> that would have been very no, cool. No, they didn't do that either. They they filmed like 13 endings in that movie, so maybe that was one of them, but not the one they went with. Awesome. Uh, I'd like to see the other 12. Right. So so, uh, thanks again to Cody, Cody Leach, for joining us this week, taking Fuego's spot. Um, Fuego will be with us again next week, uh, right back to the regular schedule. And he'll have some some extra news on Midsommar as he's out scouting that movie as we speak. So uh, for Lindsay and Cody, I am CP. Thank you. We're in the money. Oh, I'm on the honey.